Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Romans chapter 8. Now, in Romans 7, we learned that the law was not going to help us find righteousness with God, and the law was going to show us sin. But then in Romans 8, Paul turns and says, the answer for our lives is Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now, there's some question on whether that Spirit, at the end of verse number one, is the human Spirit, the little s, or the Holy Spirit with the big H and the big S. The truth is, is once we receive Jesus in our life, the Holy Spirit comes into our human spirit so that now we have connection with God. Romans 8, 9 makes it clear that if we don't have the Spirit of Christ, we are not His. Romans 8, 6 says that because we're spiritually minded, we have life and peace. And Romans 8, 11 tells us that the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. So at the moment of salvation, we receive the Holy Spirit. Now, through the Holy Spirit, we have sonship or we have adoption. Notice what that looks like in verse number 14. We are led by the Spirit of God, and thus we are sons of God. Verse 15, we didn't receive uh, the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out to God, Daddy, or the word is Abba, Father. Through the Spirit, we have his leadership in verse 14. We have a relationship with God, verse 15. Then we have the witness or assurance that we belong to him, verse 16. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And then we have an inheritance. And if children, if we're God's children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. What a beautiful picture. In Christ, we have the Holy Spirit and we have sonship, but we also have the hope of glory. Now, notice 17b, the second half of that verse. If indeed we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified together. One day, our body is going to be changed. We're going to have a glorified body, and we're going to be in the presence of the glory of the Lord. And so that's the next thing. In Christ, we have this hope of glory. Now, it gives us the picture that in verses 18 through 22, that creation is suffering and eagerly awaiting in hope for the Lord to move and to renew. Verses 23 and following gives the picture that believers have this same kind of groaning and we eagerly await this time when the Lord is going to to show us his glory. Then in verses 25, as we face this challenge in our life and we cry out to God, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, even when we need to pray in verse number 26, all the way down through uh, verse number 30, as we're praying and searching his heart, we know that all things work together for good. We know that God, the work that he started in us, those whom he foreknew, he is going to carry it about, and we're going to be conformed to the image of his son. We are going to be called, justified, and ultimately glorified that God is in control through this time of our groaning. But in Christ, we are not only free from condemnation and have the Holy Spirit, but in Christ, we have security. Notice verse 30. God is for us. Notice verse 32. God sent Jesus for us. Notice verse 33. God justified us. Verse number 34. Jesus intercedes for us. And then verse 35, verses 35 through 39. Jesus loves us. Nothing can separate us from his love. Your love today, and you're more than a conqueror 
through Christ. Think about that awesome, wonderful love that not only has saved you from sin of the past, but will one day reunite you in his glorious presence in a world that is free from the pain and uh, the, the power of sin. We'll be in the Lord's presence, and it may be very soon. <laughs>